Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Robin Hinkle, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus and His disciples went on their way, Jesus entered a village where a woman named Martha welcomed Him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what He was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all of the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Several years ago, my older sister recommended to me a book that her women's Bible study was using for their small group entitled, Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World, written by Joanna Weaver. What a title, what a concept. My initial reaction was good grief, because I very much live the life of a Martha in a Martha world. If Martha and I have a theme song, it would be The Flight of the Bumblebee, composed by Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov. Or perhaps on a good day, Snow White's Whistle While You Work. Meanwhile, you Mary types, bless your hearts as you're sitting at the feet of Jesus listening, if you and Mary had a theme song, I'm convinced it would be something like Be Thou My Vision, or Peace Flowing Like a River, or perhaps instrumental Christian spa music. Yes, I am clearly a Martha, and I suspect perhaps a lot of you are too. So I am grateful that Jesus came to visit Mary and Martha so that we could learn from both of them. Our story today is the beginning of Martha's encounter with Jesus. Martha is trying to put on a big spread. Who knows why? Maybe this is her habit. She's the caregiver of the family. Or maybe she felt it was her duty. Or maybe she was just trying to show off for her guest. But eventually, Martha whines to Jesus, Lord, tell my sister Mary to help me. It makes you wonder if she's hoping to get a blessing of gratitude from Jesus as much as she's hoping to get some help from Mary. But what she gets instead is a rebuke. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is only need of one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Jesus tells Martha, you need to be more like your sister. Now, those of us with sisters and brothers hate when someone says that. So this rebuke from Jesus to poor Martha, who I suspect is just trying to do what she does best, always the caregiver, this kind of rebuke from this prophet and very special rabbi that the whole world is going crazy over has the added twist of sibling rivalry. I do believe, however, that Jesus knew the potential in Martha and realized that her witness would be important through the ages. If you think about it, 
her hospitality story and the stories that, uh, about her that follow memorialize Martha just as much as Mary has been memorialized. We are allowed to see that Martha took the rebuke and learned from it. Martha and Mary were about to walk into the biggest trials of their life. They didn't, did not know it, but their brother Lazarus was about to die, and they did not know it, but their Lord Jesus was about to die. On the other hand, Jesus knew all of this, and Jesus also knew that he was about to have to depend on them and the disciples to spread the good news about him in the world. Jesus knew that he was forming his first witnesses to the world, and so he wants them, he needs them to listen and to learn and to absorb who he is and what he is saying. The good news about Martha is that we get to see her story progress from here to the cross. We are allowed to witness firsthand her spiritual growth. We watch her with Jesus as her brother Lazarus is called back from the grave. And we get to walk with her quietly to the cross, no more whining, as she and her sister and the women stay with Jesus as he dies. Okay, so I have to confess, this week I was preparing for this podcast. I was also busy being my natural Martha self, running around meeting all sorts of wonderful people who are part of the outreach ministry here at St. Michael, preparing a sermon and a Sunday school class, and added in the extra chore of helping my daughter move from one apartment to another. I therefore must admit that I can very easily become a Martha, especially prone to get caught up in the tasks of the world. We busy bees need to remember that like Martha and Mary and the disciples, we too are called to be witnesses in the world. How can we do that if we do not occasionally slow down and sit at the feet of Jesus to learn who Jesus is and what he taught and the reason for his coming? Mary seemed to naturally have the humble type of spirit that was open to the Lord, and if you know her backstory, you may realize that this type of heart often appears in people who have endured deep trials and tribulations. So perhaps the greater lesson for people like me, and perhaps you, is that faith can grow stronger over time for other types of people, the high achievers of this world, people like Martha. Because some of us high achievers may actually be slow learners when it comes to living a life of faith. So I'm wondering if we can do something new to start having a bit of a merry heart in a Martha world. I have noticed that sometimes when we get busy or overworked, we can get neg negative or snappy, or at least I do. What if we noticed that and used it as a signal that it is time for a break, time to step out of this world and spend some time in the greater reality with God? Better yet, what if we started each day or ended each day in peace at the feet of Jesus, in prayer, reading his word? That is the point that I believe Jesus is reminding us of today, that sometimes we need to slow down, sit down, and listen. And then we too can be fortified to go out to be his joyful witnesses to the world. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen.